0: finally it's been a long two months but we are back so much so much has happened these two months that it's almost impossible for us to elaborate on everything that's happened in these past two months but we're back finally and thank you all for sticking with us through these last couple months it's been it's been a rough couple months for for me especially but i'm finally back here with my good friend and my co-host deandre it's good to be back with you on the mic
1: and and a time it has been those last
0: two months you guys are in for a show
1: today hopefully but um yeah so like you said it's been a long two months um I kind of want we're kind of going to go with a little bit different format. It's not going to be like a main topic. Um, we're just going to kind of stick, just have a good conversation together. It was Matt's idea after we were having a time out together uh, just this past weekend and really just realized that the conversations between the two just go so well naturally that maybe we don't need to actually focus on specific topics as much as we just need to focus on getting or letting letting our thoughts out together. We seem to do a really good job of that
0: together. And I, I completely acknowledge that maybe I'm a bit egotistical and narcissistic narcissistic when it comes to this regard. But, I mean, like I said, I think we have really good conversations. And I guess this will be the determination whether other people think we have good conversations or not. So,
1: yeah, we'll yeah. see how
0: it goes. And yeah. Yeah, let <laughs> us know whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah, it's probably more delusions of grandeur than uh, than anything else. But uh, <laughs> we'll try our best to uh, live up to the hype that we're giving ourselves today. We'll see if you agree with us. So, I uh, I wanted to start this conversation off by talking a little bit about the, the current political climate that we're in, um, and then uh, just go a little bit over how what I think is very similar to our political climate. And the fall of the Roman Empire. Um, I know that America like clichély always gets compared to the Roman Empire but when you look at it it's just so the images are just so so mirrored together and not in terms of like you know how they actually look because obviously a legion doesn't look anything like an infantryman does nowadays but in the political sense where we're talking about like there's this huge wealth disparity between the lower class and the upper class where you have uh, you know, this almost constant warlike society that's going on and nobody seems to be wanting to question what's going on in that society with that situation and where people are just getting so sick and tired of what like what's going on with their government that there's they're they're starting to just get like disillusional about the whole situation. Um, those exact same things basically happened in the Roman Empire near the fall of it, and what eventually ends up happening there is that people just become so sick and tired of it that they relinquish all their power to one person, just so the warlike society, the instability and the the problem, the social issues that they have in their society will just go away. And I'm not one to say that that's exactly what's going to exactly happen in our society, but it's very similar. It's frighteningly similar. What are your thoughts, man?
0: Um, I will. I am man enough to admit when I am not fully versed or educated on a topic, and this would be a prime example of it. I've I've heard the similarities brought up many times between the US and the Roman Republic and like I said, I don't know enough about the history of the fall of Rome to comment fully or intelligently in this regard. So this topic is essentially all you and I'll I'll take you at your word.
1: Okay.
0: But I mean like just go on just go on to like your political the, the political climate itself. I mean I don't gotta go too much more to like that. Yeah, like like how horrible the political climate is. Right, yeah. Well, well I don't believe in climate change, so I'm just going to get that out there. Get that right out of the way. way. Thank you. Yep, I'm a climate change denier. And if any of you have followed me on Facebook, you would know that is completely sarcastic. But yeah, no. The political climate, it's it's disheartening and toxic and It's everything that's wrong with this country right now when we can't even have civilized discussions with people who think differently than us. And the internet and social media has been a big contributing factor to this. But we just – we hate each other in this country. Like we have two groups of people. I'm just going to like – I know it's more nuanced than this, but for the sake of the argument, it's just going to be like you have – liberals conservative right wing left wing like we hate each other like people on the right hate the left and think every liberal ideal is is exactly what's wrong with in america and on the flip side liberals think that republicans have conservatives have all these backwards ideas and they're the problem that's with the country when they're those ideas aren't the problem, it's the people who run this country who are the problem. Like the leaders who create this divisiveness and incur- they encourage this divisiveness because while we're out fighting each other, we're too blind to see that the people see the people who are actually like causing the friction and the divisiveness, keeping us divided keeps us from uniting against our actual common enemy. Which is the which is the big interests and the big money and the people who actually control our government because it's not us. I can tell you that right now. Right, and the internet
1: probably more than anything accelerated this process because with the with the advent of the internet, now you don't even gotta like tolerate people um, just because like you're stuck in like your little local group, so you gotta tolerate people who think differently than you. You can just completely shut them off, and then you just go online and find a bunch of other people who think exactly like you. And then you can go there. See, these people think that just like me, then I must be right. So I think that the internet just really accelerated this process. We were probably already going down this path, but this just like basically put nitrous in the car and just like shot it going. Just shot it going.
0: Yeah, and you, do you know how hard it is for me to find, or for you for that matter, we've talked about this, for us to find like non-biased opinion pieces or articles in general about anything we're trying to research like i have to like make sure and research the website i'm actually on getting this article from to make sure it's not either a super liberal or a super conservative website like i'm not going to get information from red state for god's sake like let's get real serious and i don't really read anything from the daily beast or slate either because they're super liberal and they have an agenda. But back to what you said about the internet, like Facebook is really bad at this because you can tailor make your Facebook page. Whenever you open Facebook, to be you can hide all your conservative or liberal friends, and you can follow and like like every thing, like every liberal thing you want to like. Boom, your Facebook's filled with it. Like screw conservatives, or likewise for conservatives, you can like every conservative site you want, every big conservative figure, and it's just like. Liberals are stupid, and liberals are the worst, and like, you can tailor make your Facebook experience to justify your preconceived worldview, and never challenge your own thought process.
1: Right. So, I don't know. The internet just seems to be. Yeah, I mean, really like you're saying, like the internet is going be a problem. I mean, like especially my my the one I see the most on the internet myself
0: is Occupy Democrats, but I mean, oh god, yeah. That- yeah. That place just irritate. D- don't get me wrong; like they have some good points, but I will never share anything they say because I am not a Democrat. It's all like, it's I'm all extreme.
1: Democrat. It's all extreme. Like it's most of it is like extreme ideology and and an intended purpose to insult conservatives is is essentially what the page is. Is, is an attempt to just consistently insult conservatives all day, which. I mean, I don't believe, I don't necessarily agree with everything conservatives say, but it would be, what's the word I'm looking for, naive, or not not, not even naive, it would be ridiculous of me to say that I don't like some of the ideas that they put forth, right? I mean, like you said earlier, climate change isn't
0: real. Yeah, agreed, completely. It's all made up by the liberals to sell something, I don't know what it is, green hippie, hippie cars.
1: Yeah, it was, it was made for the hipsters and their hipster cars.
0: But yeah, no, like you said, and don't... People, if you if you follow the Facebook page, you know that making fun of conservatives is, like, it's a highlight of my day. Like, I, I relish in it. I like making fun of liberals as well. Like, I really do. I know the page sometimes makes it seem like I don't. But I do. It's just that I don't want to say it's harder to make fun of liberals they just don't make it as easy for me like conservatives it's just a low-hanging fruit like it's just low-hanging fruit and i just gotta pick it and i just i fall for it every time it's like oh conservatives believe this wacky new thing or want this wacky new thing to happen like i can't help it like i just gotta make fun of them
1: yeah you wouldn't even believe like Half the stuff he sends me, he he honestly, I don't even think he would be able to wake up in the morning if he did not do what he did to conservatives. He just, it's what gets him through the day. Those hard days when, he, when you're going through and you, you can't figure out how you're going to make it through, Ted Cruz is going to say something idiotic, and that's what's going to get you through
0: your day. But, the th- but Ted Cruz isn't even running anymore, and I know we were joking um, for a while that the reason we hadn't recorded anything lately was... Ted Cruz dropped out, and I just, I didn't even want to do this podcast anymore. Because, like, if there's no Ted Cruz to make fun of, like, every, something new to make fun of Ted Cruz for every episode, like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Exactly, what's the point? Like, we should just be the shitting shitting on Ted Cruz podcast is essentially what we should have named ourselves.
1: Speaking of Ted Cruz though. Oh my gosh, At the convention. (laughs) This (laughs) dude. Talk about the only man with any integrity, though, at the and I can't even believe that sentence even came out of my mouth in regards to Ted Cruz. But talk about the only man who stuck to his convention at the at the Republican convention. Man, this dude got booed off the stage.
0: Yeah, no, that was that was funny. It was the only time that I've ever liked or respected Ted Cruz, and it was gone. It it came and went, and like you know. He had his moment for me and now it's gone. Now it's gone. Now you can but go like, back to shit on him. Yeah, well, what do you expect? Like, people were upset. What do you expect from a guy who shares a meme of your wife? It was a rather unflattering meme, like, to be fair. Like, an unflattering meme picture of his wife and just, like, look at how ugly Ted Cruz's wife is. And then the day of the Indiana primary, if I believe, like, tries to link his dad to assassinating JFK. Like, and you expect this guy to be like, yeah, the guy who insulted my wife and attacked my father, like, yeah, totally like that. And he even said, I'm not in the habit of endorsing people who have like, attacked my family like this. Like, for God's sake, like, I don't blame the guy for not endorsing Donald Trump.
1: Not only that, but you spend, that's what I hate about this process, man. You spend this entire, like, some odd months, it's it's basically a year trash-talking each other like WWE superstars, and you're basically talking about how unqualified the other individual is, but then when it becomes apparent that the people want this person, you're supposed to just take back everything you said and say that this is the best person for the job, even though just four weeks ago I was saying how he's the worst person for the job. Well, hell, like that's just gonna
0: go... Endorsements
1: in general are just like the most hypocritical thing ever, and they're super annoying. I just, I just cannot stand the fact that you know if we're gonna go there, we can go there to the to the DNC as well with how Bernie Sanders endorses Hillary Clinton and says she's the best person for the job, but he was just two months ago talking about how awful she is.
0: No, yeah, and I was gonna if you weren't gonna segue into that, I was definitely gonna go that route, saying like you said, like pretty much trash talking. And, yeah, not even three months ago, Bernie Sanders is like, I don't think she has the right judgment to be president. And now all of a sudden, it's just, we got to beat Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton has to do it. Like, no, she she really doesn't. Like, there are other options between, besides just Hillary and Donald. But... Meteor 2016. Just, yeah, it's just, it's disappointing. And I don't... This is another thing I'm also irritated with, like, seeing my Facebook feed blow up with my liberal friends, just being like, oh, that Bernie or Bus people need to fall in line, and, like, oh, you just, would, would you rather have Trump or hold your convictions? It's just, like, like, who are you to tell me, like, what my opinions and how I should vote, like, what gives you the right to tell me how I should feel about something, like... I wasn't, like, personally offended, like, as a Bernie supporter, that he endorsed Clinton. Like, I knew it was going to happen, and I had, like, accepted it. But, like, I understand when people are pissed, I'd be, I didn't give him any money, like, thank God at this point. But if I'd given him money, like, I'd be super pissed right now. Like, you pretty much just gave money to Hillary Clinton.
1: Going back to the um, the piece you were talking about, how they're saying, of. You know, if you're not voting for Hillary, you're voting for Trump. That's that's the thing that really drives me the most insane is when people try to tell you when you're not voting for this candidate, your vote is automatically going to the other person. Like, okay, well, yeah, um, the person that I was actually voting for, who actually had anything that I found of value, uh, in a person, not like not only just their character, but maybe even their like policies. Oh no, it's not actually going towards them; it's going towards the pers- the counter. The doppelganger of the person that I wanted to, that I want to vote for. Like, okay, thanks a lot. Um, you're just basically telling me that my vote wasn't worth anything um, because it wasn't in your favor.
0: Yeah, like we've we've talked about this many times. Like, I'm unless something like absolutely drastic happens, which I doubt. It's November's coming up soon. I'm probably going to vote for Gary Johnson.
1: You mean Donald Trump?
0: Yeah, or Hillary. And like, yeah, like I was going to say. Like, I talk to my conservative friends, and they're like, oh, you vote for Gary Johnson, you might as well just vote for Hillary Clinton. Or, on the flip side, liberal friends, vote for Johnson, might as well vote for Trump. I'm like, get out of here. Like, get off your pedestal. Get off your high horse. At the end of the day, like, I will not be able to live with myself. I mean, I will. Like, I'm not – I'm using hyperbole. But – Like, if people ask me, I'm usually pretty frank with who, like, letting people know, like, who I voted for. Like, if you ask me who I voted for in any presidential election, like, I'll tell you, and I am not ashamed of it. Well, okay, maybe that's not the right word, but I'll still tell you. (laughs) But if somebody asks me, like, who would you vote for in 2016, and if I voted for Hillary or Trump, I'll be like, that's none of your business. Because I'm ashamed. I'm absolutely ashamed that... Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are the nominees for each prospective party. It's just like, where my country gone? Like, what has happened? Like, how did we get to this point? There are... So... Go ahead. There are other options.
1: There are hundreds of... There are at least 200 million people of age to be running for president. But we are settling... Well, the people are settling for either Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton unless things change and Gary Johnson gets like a couple more percents and can be in the main debate stage. Which realistically they're gonna do everything
0: they can to make sure that doesn't happen if he gets any closer, so No, yeah, they're they're gonna shut him down good. But that's the thing. And then, then they're trying to like manipulate us by saying oh, you can't vote for Hillary, but can you, like, look your son in the eye and say that you want Donald Trump as president? Like, I want to look my son in the eye and say, son, when I was offered a chance between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, I said no to both and voted with my conscience. Like, get out of here. Like, take your, like, holier-than-thou attitude with, these, with your perspective side and go cast your one vote. It's Like, Michigan's not even a swing state, so honestly, it's not even going to matter. Although Trump's trying to make it a swing state, but like, stop, like thinking you're it just aggravates me. Like, don't tell me who I need to vote for because I'm not doing it.
1: Right. And especially when neither of the
0: two candidates
1: that you, well, especially since the candidate that you want me to vote for, uh, isn't much better or is probably worse than the other candidate, depending on who you ask. But either way, they're not, it's not like we have prime candidates going on right now. You know, it's not like we have Lyndon B. Johnson running for president or
0: whatever, no, we're like at this point, like I've joked, like I would vote for any Republican that was running. Okay, there's there's about five that I wouldn't vote for that are on par as bad with Donald Trump. But besides those five, I would vote for any Republican candidate. And and while we're talking, I will tell you which five I wouldn't vote for. Uh, obviously, Ted Cruz is a big no no. But Never but think happen.
1: think of the positive if Ted Cruz is president. Then you would be able to get on his tail. For four years, consistently, oh, think of the think of the positives. You can turn the
0: page into the official week. We hate Ted Cruz podcast. Yeah, that's, that's got an expiration date, though. I know,
1: but that'd be a good four years, though.
0: That would. And then
1: and then think about it. When people look back and look for primary sources on Ted Cruz, <laughs> they would use our podcast as a primary source. how <laughs> people we, really
0: we, use the United we would turn into the United States of Jesus Land though. There'd be no more America left if Ted Cruz got elected. Yeah, I wouldn't last
1: long so. Um. no,
0: me neither. But um okay, so Ted Cruz, obvious. Um I said five. It might not actually be five, I might use hyperbole. Mike Huckabee, definitely not. Uh Rick Perry, oh god. Like we already had a Texan in the office in the last ten years. Like, how'd that go? Um, Rick Santorum is is another one. And uh, Bobby Jindal. Like those five. Might wanna nope. like Might want to throw a six one out there
1: and throw Trump's running man on
0: there as well. Mike Pence, but he wasn't running for president though. Oh, okay. Just people yeah, who up, were yeah. running. Yeah, the twenty the thirty who were running, like whoever they yeah. It's like it's it, it gets to the point where like someone says something about Scott Walker and I'm like Who's Scott Walker? Scott Walker. That guy was running for president, wasn't he?
1: It's at this point where people bring him up, and I'm like, I don't know who Scott Walker is. I mean, the What's name a... Rings, a, it rings a bell, but it's, you know. What's a Scott Walker? Yeah, yeah. was that, a, was that, that guy in American
0: Cycle? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, this this entire election cycle is a complete disaster, and I feel bad for everybody who lives in this country unless you voted for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, then I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel
1: bad for you, because you you brought this demise upon yourself.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. It's just... Like, and it's funny. It's honestly humorous, because this time last year, we were joking that Donald Trump was running for president, and he was getting all this coverage, and me, you, and everybody else was just like, it's got to end at some point, and... Here we are. The RNC was last week, and Donald Trump could be the next president of the United States, and that absolutely terrifies me.
1: That's sad, and it's terrifying. Um, let's do a quick rewind, um, because I want to talk about this piece a little bit more. The, I want to talk about Bernie Sanders a little bit more in the DNC, because we've been going after Republicans a little, a little much. And I just want to, to throw out there for myself so everybody can hear me this. I am so highly disappointed in how pacified the DNC has made uh, Bernie Sanders. The fact that he apparently had a chance to have a roll call to try and get himself nominated. just And he just turned it down and told everybody that they basically need to fall in line with, with everybody else. Just just urged me to know, and unless they had like Frank Underwood come in and talk to him, I really can't figure out exactly what happened from two months ago to now.
0: And I don't see Bernie getting the kind of Secretary of State treatment that Clinton got under Obama. Like she is going to use and abuse him. Like I, I don't foresee him really getting anything major in administration because of this and so so much for a political revolution like his whole theme was like political revolution one percent millionaires and billionaires the political revolution and when it comes time to actually have a political revolution i want you to vote for hillary clinton i'm like what like what like so much for a, a revolution
1: and so much for like trying to make yourself stand out and be and and you know like his whole big thing was is that I'm not really a Democrat, um, I'm just running as a Democrat. But you're falling in line to the party because they're telling you to do so because they want Hillary to be the nominee. Like get out of here, dude! Like this. What, you were just talking about how awful she is, and with good reason.
0: No, she's awful.
1: Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's the worst thing to happen to black people since slavery. <laughs> her and her husband are the worst thing to happen to black people since slavery. I, I, that's kind of a fact. I mean,
0: point. you you are black, so I will like. You can say that. I am. I am not going to comment on that. You can concur. Anyway, I mean, she has been pretty awful. I will. I will give you that.
1: You were, but you were.
0: You were. You were saying oh gosh you you kind of like threw me for a loop right there with that one. I wasn't expecting that <laughs> oh, God. what was i gonna say? I know we should take <laughs> um, yeah oh, you really you really did throw me for a loop right there but yeah oh yeah now i remember yeah when the when WikiLeaks released the um documents, the emails from the DNC which didn't see that coming. Like they're putting they're pushing their fingers on the scale for Hillary and he just comes out and's like, Yeah, we we've been saying that all along, but we're not gonna press the issue any further because, you know, politics and I fell in line and stuff. It's like, no, get out of here. Like that is proof you need right there to go to the DNC and be like, they were unfair and they were not impartial i deserve another chance and this is where i'm going to say roll call for me that's what he should have done not oh yeah it sucks and we lost vote for hillary no you were cheated you were robbed he was robbed like he probably like, he won a lot of states he made it a way more competitive race than it really needed to be like, it should not have been as competitive as it should be. We've talked about this on previous episodes. Like, she shouldn't have had to fight as hard as she had to, but people don't like her. And now he's just like, yeah, no, it sucks. We lost. Vote for her. Like, get out of here. I lost a lot of respect for Bernie. I've lost a lot of respect the for The dude got booed off the stage by his own supporters, man. That's how, dis- it- that's
1: how disappointed he was at the DNC. When your own supporters are disappointed in what you have to say, you really messed up at that
0: point. Dude, and Bernie has like his his supporters are like fervent supporters. Like they are they're not I will say like a lot No, they are zealots. Like they are crazy and it's because like he brought a message that a lot of them really got behind. Whether you agree with all of it or not, like it appealed to a lot of people and now they're pissed because you know he buckled and it appears that Hillary's only adapting his platforms because I want all your supporters' votes is essentially what it is. She doesn't actually like believe that stuff.
1: On the topic of Hillary, what what is with this woman in emails? Why why are emails seem seeming to be this woman's kryptonite? Like I don't understand like what's going it just, on with it he,
0: just, it just with makes her in emails, like. Really
1: yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to the one for the emails that Russia hacks into and gets and sent to Julian Assange. I'm really looking forward to the one where she just like, oh, I really can't stand black people, and <laughs> try to watch oh, her man, talk her man. way out of that one. Like, it's just gonna be an email between her and her husband because they don't believe in text messages for some reason. And
0: yeah, because like, oh my god, like, like, we, yeah, just, we she, just caught up yeah. to
1: the times. I got an AOL. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm still using MSM Messenger.
1: MSM <laughs> Messenger. There are four people on here. and Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah, like, what, like, it's it's funny. It just goes to show, like, how untrustworthy, like, Hillary is as a person.
1: And incompetent that you're letting this stuff go around via
0: email, that you're getting in trouble with email. Yeah. Like who emails anymore? Yeah. yeah. Who does, man? So It's all about... Oh my gosh, could you imagine? I just, I'm just i just picturing like an Onion article where Republicans are upset because they can't retrieve any of Hillary Clinton's Snapchat pictures. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know how many Snapchat pictures she took and they're not even on her phone anymore? We need to find them. We need to start a committee to investigate where those Snapchat photos went.
1: Like, uh, just I don't know if you guys know what happens to Snapchat, but
0: uh, they the don't pictures they, aren't on your phone anymore. Yeah, they don't stay
1: there forever. Last I checked, but uh, but for Hillary Clinton, yeah. she must have deleted him.
0: <laughs> oh, but seriously, my God, and I mean, it's working. Like the Republicans talking about these emails. I mean, it works. Like if you didn't trust her before, like you sure as hell ain't gonna trust her now.
1: Right, and I can get behind that because she's over there lying and stuff on, like, national TV. I think nothing about these emails that were going on. Get out of here. Get.
0: Oh, 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 those emails? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you meant these emails. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about
1: those ones that I got interviewed by uh, Congress about. Those emails. Yeah, I knew nothing about those ones either, so... Get out of here. You knew exactly what was going on with those emails. Anybody tries to tell me otherwise, they are delusional. I am so sorry. A woman that well-connected, there is no way she did not know about that.
0: And even if it's not her fault, like let's like use our imagination and go to imagination land. Even if it wasn't her fault and her aides did it, like why are those same aides still working for her? Their asses should be grass, and they should be fired. Being like, you are causing all these problems for me. You are fired. Get out of here. But the
1: exact opposite is happening. Debbie now works for her committee.
0: Yeah, they're doubling down.
1: She works for her committee, so you don't know about them, but you're going to make sure that that girl gets a job in your campaign. Get
0: Ex- Yep.
1: But you didn't know about it, and you're not nope. like upset about it either, obviously.
0: Hey, say what you will about the Clintons. At least they treat their friends really well. Yeah, they keep
1: Yeah, they keep their friends close. I don't know how close they keep their enemies.
0: But. I don't know. Just ask the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Well, they're
1: obviously keeping Bernie Sanders
0: pretty close, though. So. Oh, yeah, no, he's, yeah. So they're he's keeping the those case. pretty close as well, so. They got the shot collar on him. Mm-hmm. Done. Gotcha. Nope. No more Wall Street talk. is Never. I think that's that's the most we've crapped on Democrats in a long time. Well, they they did
1: make it pretty easy
0: this like last like no week. they no the DNC has been it hasn't been as much of a horror show as the RNC, but I mean these conventions are like completely ridiculous. It's mostly just a it's like the Oscars essentially for the parties, just to go up there and be like. Aren't we the best? We are awesome. We're the greatest because of this, this, and this. And those other people are the worst. But my gosh, like, aren't we just the best solution for this country? Like, Get out of here. Stop like patting yourselves on the back. Like, What have you guys actually done besides nothing?
1: Oh, yeah, right. Uh, we're so much better than those other people. Let's just talk a lot of trash about them. Let's not actually throw in any real information or data or any supporting evidence. Let's just talk about how awful those other people are and how great we are. Okay, yeah. So we're back in middle school, um, basically voting for like student president. That's great. Um, I'm really excited about this process and it's going really well. But I mean, I thought we, this was America. But I mean, I mean, you can't really fully blame them considering the current like media outlets that we have or the the current media that's out there with like reality TV and stuff. I mean, these conventions and uh, the political system that we have or uh, the campaigning basically has to compete with reality TV, sports entertainment, Game of Thrones. They got to compete with that stuff. And unless you make it as like flashy and as close to reality TV as you can in terms of like entertainment, you're not going to be able to compete with them. And they're using this. They're using these conventions at the same time to also gain money from like uh, advertisers, and obviously to get donations as
0: well. Yeah, no, and um, I don't think the DNC has had any like super ridiculous speakers that I'm aware of. Like they've had, you know, li- celebrities are pretty notoriously liberal, and they've had like celebrities speak, but. Like, no one that has made me go, like, eh, like, that person. Like, granted, I'm not a big fan of Lena Dunham, but, like, I mean, every time I see her, my face kind of cringes, but that's just because, like, I'm just not a big fan of hers. But, like, at the RNC, you've got, like, UFC presidents, you have Bobby Knight, you have that douchebag Duck Dynasty guy, Willie Robertson, talking on your st- on what, your stage. Whatever that was about. <laughs> like, you have all these, like, D-list actors and reality show. You have an actor on there who, like, after his convection, that, like, Antonio Sabo Jr., like, I don't know what his name is, some, some soap opera star, like, if that tells you anything. He goes on TV afterwards. He's like, I believe that Obama's a Muslim. And the reporter's just like, but he's not a Muslim. I believe he's a Muslim, so he is. I'm like, oh, my God, just, like, Oh my gosh, like, what is wrong with you people? I believe he's a Muslim, so he's gotta be. He's got that Muslim name. Didn't we go to war with some Hussein guy and we elected him in the White House? Oh my god, why did we elect this Muslim in the White House? I'm like...
1: Uh, Even if he was, who cares? who cares? As long as he is doing the
0: job. Well, I mean, that's debatable, but still. Like, his Muslim or Christian religion, is not factoring into his inadequacy as president.
1: Right. I mean, you know. I mean, he is Obama, so he's probably not doing a good job. But he's doing the job. But he's doing the job. I didn't didn't say
0: he had to be doing a great job. But he's there. He shows up for work every day. Yeah. uh, Unlike Unlike Marco Rubio. Unlike Congress right now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, let's let's complain about that for a second. They are out of session till after Labor Day. Man, I wish I could get a vacation like that and still get a hundreds of thousands six of dollars. Six-figure job, year. yeah. You still have a six-figure salary. It's gotta you to be, be off great. for almost two months.
1: That would be fantastic. Oh, I'm out here talking to my constituents. Uh, yeah, BS. Yeah, talking to your constituents. Um, I have you I have not got count. any emails from Justin Amash. So. I know he's not talking to no constituents. Uh, he's probably yeah, at that... Not e- many of my reps either. Yeah, and I emailed... And I, I'm i supposed to be getting emails from both my senator and my congressman, but I haven't gotten anything from either of them. Both my no. senators,
0: actually. Like, your your mistresses don't count as your constituents. I don't think they realize that. Yeah.
1: What a bunch of Frank Underwoods we got into recess right now.
0: For sure. And just... And what's upsetting is, like, there's things that need to be done, like, Zika is ravaging South Florida, and Rick Scott is, like, asked for money, but Obama can't just be like, okay, here's this much money, go have fun, because, you know, as soon as he did that, Congress would be like, that's unconstitutional, you can't do that, but at the same time, like, you're not here to, like, give them money they need to fight the Zika virus, so, like... It's like stuff like that like needs there's work that needs to be done like the country doesn't stop having issues for a month and a half year off. God, like people wonder why Congress wonders why people hate them. Lazy bastards. Yeah. They
1: have they have so much work that needs to be done. There's all these debt issues, there's all these like foreign issues. There's all types of stuff going on. The infrastructure of the United States is crap compared to what it used to be. There's so much that can be done and they're just on basically vacation. A vacation that they basically just gave themselves because they can turn it down and then just stay in Washington and actually try to figure things out. But well, let's not get crazy. Yeah. Let's not get crazy. Whoa, chill. Yeah, chill out, DeAndre. It's 2016. We're beyond that now. Um,
0: let's let's pump the brakes. and put pump, this thing yeah. back the brakes. We don't want to work, work like yeah. We don't want to work, work
1: like those people, right?
0: But we're gonna we'll we'll call all those homeless people and those unemployed people. They're the lazy ones.
1: Yeah, but us with our six-figure salary and complaining about it too. Don't, 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 don't remind me about. I'm gonna actually, I want to remind you about that. But they complain about it a lot about how they're not being paid enough.
0: I know it's rough being a, it's rough being a lawmaker. Let me tell you what, being yeah. able to do whatever you want essentially. Yeah, essentially, and yeah. having yeah. having
1: connections and basically guaranteed jobs if you ever decide to get out of it from all the Whoa people. Whoa, is my life. Yeah, it
0: must be hard. First world problems, I'm sure. <sighs> Gosh, like I, I'm just having a headache just thinking about those idiots in Washington, and people want and like, and then people are like, "Oh, I wonder why Donald Trump's doing so good?" Because you chuckle in Washington, like aren't doing anything, so they're like, "Oh, we need outsiders who don't know anything about anything to come in." like oh donald trump knows the least about anything like he's going to clean up everything the most i'm like ugh, you wonder why we have like donald trump because you guys i mean the republicans created donald trump and now they're just like oh my god what have we created and like man you created a monster you made this bed night sleeping it. Uh, which, some of all of us have cozy, which some of them have cozied up very nicely to the franken trump
1: very true. Not
0: everybody, at least though, you
1: know. Your boy you know, Ted. I never thought
0: I. I never thought I'd like the bushes, or I don't know who else is a holdout. Mitt Romney doesn't like him. Uh, Ted Cruz doesn't like him. Lindsey Graham doesn't like him. God, if only
1: Mitt Romney could have got
0: the nomination
1: this year, know, right?
0: Like, <laughs> he maybe he should have ran again.
1: Yeah. No. We, you know. We. We needed to have done. We all needed to take one for the team, and we should have elected him in 2012. Then we wouldn't know, have right? this problem.
0: No, we just have Kanye West in 2020. I don't know if it's the coffee or Kanye West me a headache right now, but... Probably a con- combination of both. Probably a combination of both. <laughs> Kanye West is notorious for not only inducing vomit, but headaches as well. Splitting migraines. I don't know if he knew this, but he is essentially Jesus. Like, he said so himself. Like, he's the greatest artist since Jesus. Jesus wasn't an artist. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I'm just, like, taking his words and manipulating them to make my point. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read the Bible in a long time, but
1: I'm pretty sure some, unless they got some new chapters that I haven't read about in there. Um, yeah, I don't think Jesus was an artist or Kanye West at that, in that matter. But if he was Kanye West, that would explain why they crucified
0: him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that threw me for a loop. I wasn't even going to say anything after that, but oh my gosh, you're just coming. You're just firing shots all over the place. Somebody at Kanye West at the burn center.
1: Oh, God. I'm so
0: sorry. I couldn't control myself on that last one. No, I... I... I opened the door and you just closed it. Yeah.
1: So, uh, uh, do we know, uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but do we know what's, what's going on? Um, now that the two conventions are basically over, do we know when the first debate between Hillary and Donald Trump is going to be?
0: I don't know. Like I looked that up a couple days ago and there wasn't, I think Hillary Clinton's like, as we're recording this episode, I'm pretty sure she's speaking right now. Let me, uh, let me Google search that right now. I, I don't know for the debates. I would love to. I would definitely, like the the, debate, the presidential debates, Monday, March 21st. Like, no, this is the Republican. Yeah. Oh, so after the, after the election, perfect. Oh, this is this is saying that dates and venues have been announced. Let's look this stuff up. You're going to hear it first on Irrational Thoughts.
1: Because you Any missed it from stuff. whatever website he's on.
0: Yeah u.s presidential election news.com now come on ooh, ooh, ooh. you can get tickets oh my gosh oh man it's looking like each debate will be broadcast live on c-span ABC CBS Fox and NBC as well as all cable news channels including CNN Fox News and MSNBC I'm like well let's not get crazy like let's not actually call Fox News like news like Let's not get too crazy. Oh, Monday, Monday, September 26, 2016 is the first debate. The and day before my nine... birthday. The day before happy my birthday. birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. You get to wallow in this, in this agony. And it's from 9 to 1030. Then there's a debate Tuesday, October 4th. It's the vice presidential debate. So uh, those are agonizing. I never really was a big fan of the vice presidential debates and then Sunday October 9th there's three debates for the for Hillary and Donald so it's Oh my
1: god. They're doing one right before yours as well?
0: I know. Like we're so lucky. Like what did we do to deserve this? Like I don't even need to celebrate my birthday because I'll just have this. <laughs> and then October 19th, Wednesday October 19th is the the third and final debate. So yeah, we, I will definitely be I will try to live stream them. I would love to live stream them, my reactions, because I think I'm pretty funny. But I will try to live stream them and, yeah, do all that stuff because, yeah, if, oh I mean gosh.
1: If, if you can get those days
0: Talk t- about t- a shit show. If you can get those days
1: off, we, I mean, I can
0: come over and we can do them together. Dude, that'd be so dope. Let's do it. 26th. Let's do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: So that's going to be the plan when it comes to those. Um, when those debates come up, we'll definitely be live streaming those. Um, and then we'll, we'll have his wife take away all sharp objects away from us. Um, so that yeah. way we can guarantee our own safety first and foremost, right? Safety first. And then we can, uh, you know, obviously do some commentary on that. Um, so since we got, now that we got that out the way, uh, is there any um,
0: international, I don't
1: any national issues you want to go on?
0: I mean, there is always ISIS that everyone is always talking about. Yeah, yeah. Donald, an, exi- Donald- an, exi- an existential threat to the very fabric of the foundation of our nation. Of, the, of
1: all yeah. the Western civilization, and Christendom,
0: and all that stuff. And you know what? I am inclined to agree to an extent. I don't. I don't agree... To the extent that the people who, like, say, like, they're going to, like, destroy us, like, you know, blow us up off the face of the earth, like, no, like, I think the way that ISIS will destroy us is they will make us so absolutely terrified of terrorism that we will just vote away all our rights to people like Donald Trump who will use power to take our rights away from us and drastically change the face of our nation and Western civilization for the worse. It, it's happening in Europe right now. Like, ever since the Paris attacks and the rise of ISIS, like, super far right xenophobic nationalist parties are on the rise. Like, it's happening. And this is the stuff ISIS wants. So, in a way, I agree with people, but as always, not in the way they expect me to agree with
1: them. Right. No, I hear you. I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was talking about at the very beginning of it, about how people just got to the point where they were willing to accept something. They were willing to throw away the freedom that they had in order to settle for whatever solution that some supposed strong man was willing to give them. And that's essentially what ISIS is going to do to us. They're going to basically grind us down to the point where we become a shell of our former selves, where freedom is kind of something that you talk about. That you talk about that we used to have, but we don't have anymore.
0: But hey, at least at least Muslims aren't killing us, am I right? I mean, they probably still will be killing us. I mean, it's just it's just local government yeah. forces now trying to pacify the population that'll be killing us instead. So right, hey, you know, at least at least we're just killing each other now. At that point,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless you can like go back in time, get Genghis Khan, and have him handle the Middle East. I mean, they're probably going to keep killing us. So. Mm-hmm. As long as we're in their nation, um, stirring up trouble there, they're going to keep trying to come over to our nation to keep stirring up trouble over here because that's the most rational, for them, that's the most rational um, measure that they can take that can have an actual detrimental effect on our society because they can't beat us in an all-out war, but they can make it to where we
0: destroy ourselves. No, they're definitely winning it in the psychological warfare front like hands down yeah because they're not afraid they're not a, they're not
1: afraid of us like that's Let's just to be real if they were afraid of us they which they if you look at it from like an empirical standpoint they should be afraid of us but they're not afraid of us because multiple reasons one um you know they got tons of places they can hide in in the middle east all those freaking caves and whatever and then two they got they also got god on their side as well so what is there to be afraid of not that I necessarily agree that they got God on their side, but that's the ideology behind it. If you throw on uh some like nationalistic view and you often you also sprinkle on some God with it as well uh, that you know it's a recipe for disaster.
0: nope, I completely agree, and like yeah, no, like I'm on there with you like I don't agree that they have God on their side at all, but they think they do, and that's all that really matters unfortunately
1: right and and I also want to throw this out here just to clarify I don't. And, and I, I believe you're on the same side with me. Uh, feel free to chime in whatever you want to. On don't this. But don't I put feel, words in my mouth. Yeah, I, I will. But uh, Don't tread on me. I'm treading. Um, I don't think religion is the main motivating factor like most people think on this, on this issue. I don't think that religion is the actual reason why they're a problem with us. I think it has more to do with our foreign intervention and us causing problems in favoring other Middle Eastern societies over others. And also our relentless support, our blind support for Israel and the actions that they take in the Middle East, more so than it does do with religion. I think religion is just a piece of the puzzle that makes, is a convenient piece to make things easier for them when it comes to their recruitment.
0: No, it's like, it's very easy rallying point. Just, we were talking about this the other day, and... ISIS is doing really well in Europe because Europe has started treating, well, they've always not really been, Muslims haven't really been treated well in the West since, like, ever. Like, But it's getting worse, the way Muslims are being treated in, like, France and Belgium and Germany, that they're using that to say, like, these Westerners, like, don't care about you. Like, look at the way they treat your Muslim brothers and sisters. Like, you can join the fight. From where you're at, so join the fight and like get back at these people who have treated you like crap all your life and it's an appealing selling point tool because they are treated like crap, and there are marginalized there's high unemployment rate in a lot of Muslim areas in Europe, and the Muslim population has like been treated horrible here, like especially since two thousand one and it's only getting worse with people like Donald Trump in charge. Like I was having this argument with um someone I won't name, but they're just like Muslims just all horrible. Like they're just horrible people. Like they're all bad and like they're worst people ever. And I was just like if you want to like have a meaningful conversation about all the bad ideas that Islam has, like there's a lot of bad ideas. I will have that conversation with you and I would love to have that conversation with you. But if you're just going to come over here and tell me that all Muslims are bad people, like, no, like, get out of here with that bigotry and that Islamophobia, because I can come right back at you and be like, Christian, all of Christianity, all of Christians are bad people because of all the bad ideas that Christianity has. Like, you say that, and people are just like, oh, that's not true, like, Jesus, and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's the same damn thing. Like, get out of here. Like, get out of here, please.
1: Right, I mean, if we're gonna go by the Bible standards, any black person during the Civil War who ran away and fought in the Civil War against the South was hands down a sinner. And that's going by New Testament standards because it says that you are supposed to actively follow your master's command at all times. Like you're just supposed to respect them and abide by it and just accept the uh, the horrible hand that you were dealt in life. Because that's apparently a great plan that God has set forth for. You. Now,
0: yeah. Now, if that would have been do something you know, that do was, you know in, what that? No, do, do you know um, what? Where that was, from, where that is in the Bible, so that way it doesn't seem like we're just like pulling, making no, stuff no, up out of, out of our, <clears throat> yeah, like now we're just pulling stuff out of my our ass.
1: I do not have that exact quote ready. I know it's in the New
0: Testament.
1: Uh, I mean, there can be a uh, quick uh, Google search for that, real quick, or I can probably we can probably leave it in the or well, either that or we can leave it in the notes section in our description for everybody to be able to uh, to read for themselves. Maybe we'll just do that, um, throw that out there for them. I don't want to kind of mess up the flow of the conversation for
0: no for um, for a Bible verse. Like, I no, mean, you yeah, know,
1: I mean it's a big book yeah, it's and, it's, it, and it is the
0: Bible. Yeah, let's get real serious. Yeah, so
1: yeah, we'll do that for you. We'll leave it in the descriptions. Um, I'll find the Bible verse. I'll leave it in the description, and then if you don't believe what I have to say about that, you can just look it up yourself. And then whatever rebuttals you want to throw out against it, feel free. We are more than willing to
0: listen and probably not care. But um,
1: um but um, we will we'll... just
0: being com- we're just being completely honest with you. Like we we love your feedback, but. Sometimes when some people give us feedback, it's just kind of just like, oh, my gosh, like, I just don't care. Yeah. It's going to be straight up with you, to be completely honest <laughs> Yeah, with
1: you. and, this is, you know, there's, there's different types of feedback as well. I, I You know, let's, to be fair, you know, there's, like, there's um, constructive feedback where you're actually trying to help the show. And then there's, like, the whole – then there's, like, the feedback that that will be – where you're basically trying to, you know, argue in favor of your false ideology, you know, it's going to be like, yeah, I, I, I really don't care at that point. But if you want to talk about how good or bad we're doing on the show, by all
0: means, we'll listen to that. We'll and take any of that feedback that any have, day. And now that we have essentially um, ostracized anybody with any religious views on this page... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of feedback on that regard. <laughs> but if you... All all viewpoints are welcome on this show. But at the end of the day, like, we're on the internet and you're not. We're obviously right. Let's get real serious. Let's, I mean,
1: let's get serious. I mean, we need to start making memes. That's probably how we'll get real big. Making memes of like Oh, yeah.
0: Like, j- j- no, seriously. And all we have to do is, like, make memes... And then, like, not put any sources attached to the meme mm-hmm. because it's on the internet. People will just believe anyway. It's like, it's on there. Like, you can't just make stuff up on the internet. Yeah.
1: You know what we should do? We should make some memes and then we should say a lot of crazy stuff. Like, um, um, Donald Trump said that, um, he, when he's president, he'll want to kill all black people. And then just put that out there. We'll get a lot of support of that. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton eats babies. Um, you know, some some crazy stuff like that. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be famous
0: overnight for the wrong
1: reasons. But you know,
0: famous uh, fame. Yeah, but we get there for the we get there for the wrong reasons, and then we can just like change that perception of who we are. Like after we're there. Yeah,
1: potato, potato, right?
0: Yeah, uh, whatever.
1: Funny. Uh, but yeah, back to back to Isis, you know. I don't really think we had much more to go on, basically, on ISIS, except for the fact that, you know, uh, we expressed our views on it already that um, we probably shouldn't be in the Middle East. And then going back to your point where you where you were talking about how, um, you know, Muslims are being treated bad, not only in Europe, but then in this country. Um, I think a really smart way, a smart way for people to try to handle that situation is figure out why these people are here in the first place, because most of them didn't really want to come over here except where this was their best opportunity for survival. So maybe we should focus on not only, maybe we should focus less on the ones that are here and stop being so afraid of them and try to focus more on trying to fix the situations over there that, if anything, the West is mostly responsible for, so that way they don't have to flee their nations in the first place.
0: Yeah, like, overthrowing regimes is hard work, like, when you do stuff like that.
1: Right, or or drawing new lines that include Sunni and Shiite Muslims, so that way they will fight against one one another, and that way they're not fighting against you. I mean, that's really clever thinking. It's
0: not really that Mm -hmm. clever, but... I mean, yeah, like, any idiot with common sense can do that, like...
1: Yeah, any... any, any idiot with a world history book could have figured that out.
0: Yeah, like, oh, it's World War One's over. Like, we get all these, this land. Like, okay, you can have this country, and I'll have this country, and they'll be fighting each other so much that they'll completely forget we screwed them over.
1: So, I mean, most of those pro, most of the
0: problems come from those lines. I mean, before that, they
1: were living in their own – the Shiites and the were living in their own nations. And then when they just came in and were like, oh, actually, these new borders are like this – and they include that group of people that you hate, that's kinda of where most of their problems start to come from. But you know. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more I can say about Obama, but you know, I'm trying to keep it at least a little PG.
0: Yeah, no, like yeah. Is there anything else we would we would like to discuss? Um this fine evening.
1: Let's real quick. Let's real quick talk
0: about the Brexit.
1: Real quick, and then we can and then we can just wrap it up right there. The Brexit. Um, there, there's a lot. There's. It's a good and a bad thing at the same time. Maybe probably more bad than there is good. Um, I know a lot of people don't really like it, but uh, I mean, if you look at it from like a centralization of power and not having control over your own nation and having to basically be the bear the weight of other nations who are making awful decisions, it's a really good thing for Britain. I mean, they are basically propping up Greece, Italy, Spain, almost at one point, I believe. And why would it have to be their, their responsibility for that? And then they had to follow basically whatever rules that the EU imposed upon them. Now, granted, there's a lot of benefit in the EU. You can basically go anywhere in Europe without a passport um and no with no problems but i mean beyond that they're losing i mean they're losing out quite a bit and then there's that boris johnson dude i just oh my god that james bond villain but
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were talking about that earlier and just (laughs) and all all you have to do is just google search like ridiculous stuff that boris johnson has said like, guy's a racist, like, straight up. He's a racist, and he's, like, the foreign minister dealing with foreign countries who are definitely not British. Like, what, do, like, that's like having Donald Trump be Secretary of State, but, oh, wait, he's going to be president. My bad. Yeah,
1: Even worse. Chill out. Yeah. Like, ugh, like,
0: he's, 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 he's a piece of work. Like, let's just say that. I want everybody to
1: stop what you're doing right now. And Google Boris Johnson. Just look at his, just look at his face. Just that's all right, I'm asking you. Uh, just look at his face and just tell me if you can take that man serious because first off his name is Boris. Second of all, his face. I just can't even handle You thought
0: that Donald Trump had a bad haircut. I, I
1: this <laughs> truth I kid you that. I am looking forward to the James Bond movie that he will be in as the villain with freaking laser beams.
0: His first name's Alexander Alexander Boris d Peffel Johnson no oh my God. I don't know why he just doesn't go by Alex I'd be able to make fun of him a lot
1: less I know but his name is Boris
0: at that I just can't
1: even right now um, but that but essentially the brexit happened they're out of the EU nobody really knows how this process is gonna work out because they're still kind of trying to figure that
0: out but uh, or if they even leave I've heard people say that they're not even going to leave the EU like they're just gonna be like screw it like we're not leaving
1: yeah, I mean it's got to be a handful. I, I don't even know how you would even do it. I have no idea. Grant, I don't even know what the integration process is like, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot easier than leaving because you basically have to revamp your economy to not rely on that. I'm assuming. And then they got to get rid of that whole uh, English Channel railroad system that they got going on.
0: And it's just yeah, it's hard because like me- membership perks, so EU membership perks are just like. If you're a part of the EU, you can pretty much like go in and out of any EU country. It's like it's like driving between the states here. So, I don't know. It's just it's it'll be a mess, and it'll be definitely be an interesting uh, couple years to see what happens.
1: It's definitely, definitely be interesting to see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that the next four years are going to be a nightmare. Um, so this is what's gonna happen basically when you go to sleep you're gonna be dreaming and then you're gonna wake up to the nightmare come this january so I hope you're looking forward to 16 hours of a nightmare and not eight hours of a nightmare so get ready yeah, so it's gonna yeah, be yeah, so huh uh I read it in a book and I thought it was kind of relevant so uh, sorry no, to kind no, of like be, sorry to be the debbie downer over here
0: that's fine someone has to be.
1: Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much the, the, all I wanted to touch on with the Brexit. Just throwing it real quick. I kind of uh all the like bigger details of it kinda of, like have left my mind since we since it's happened. That was like what, like a month ago? So I'm not even Yeah, almost a month ago. Yeah, so I'm not even not yeah, I don't remember who the uh, prime minister was. I don't remember his name, so I'm kind of Uh old David of that. Cameron. Yeah, that guy. Uh so yeah, um, you want to
0: wrap it up? I would love to wrap this episode up. And I had a really good time doing this episode. I'm going to be straight with you. And I'll be you know, frank with the rest of the audience. I had a really good time with this episode. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot less stressful than the other episodes. Not that the episodes are stressful, but I always felt like there was some kind of pressure to do it a certain style, which there really wasn't. It was just pressure we put in ourselves. But no, I really enjoyed this episode.
1: Yeah, same here. I really enjoyed it as well. It was a lot more lighthearted, a lot more fun. Um, you know, not really looking for, there was no real structure for us to go off of except for, you know, to, to kind of stay on, on topics that we thought were relevant. So,
0: um, no, for sure.
1: Definitely and I, feel like like
0: with, I feel like doing formats like this will be, it'll make us easier, make it easier for us to uh, record more.
1: Right, definitely. Because uh, we won't have to be as, it's content heavy We will just personality just be who we are so um definitely let us know what you liked what you didn't like about it um you know we, we kind of warned you about one topic that we probably wouldn't care too much about but uh, everything else is pretty much free game uh for the actual like caring factor <laughs>
0: hey we're just being honest with you guys
1: <laughs> yeah okay. yeah like i don't want you to be, like some something and then be like oh they don't they they don't really care and and then now you can't say that because I'll be like, well, you know, I, I told you, I, I, I don't care. we did warn you. Yeah. No, no, we, so if you send something out, I'm just going to reply back. No, we, we, we really don't. That wasn't
0: a joke. Like don't, and if you didn't know, like go listen to this episode and you'll know.
1: Yeah. And then you'll know, um, Let's
0: redirect you here.
1: <laughs> um, but that about wraps it up. Um, Looking forward, member, look forward to um, the presidential debate. Um,
0: I don't know if looking forward is the word I would use. Don't be looking
1: forward to that. Be looking forward to the comments that we will be having because they're going to be, I'm going to basically be reading a bunch of British literature in the meantime. So that way I'm ready for my like witty British um, rebuttals to every comment that uh, uh, that they're going to be, to anything that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump's going to be having during the
0: debate. I'm going to be building up my alcohol tolerance. Okay. All right. So so there's that. Massive amounts of drinking is going to be involved to get through that hour and a half. Okay. Very clever. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um wrapping it up for real this time, you uh find us on Facebook, Rational Thoughts, uh Twitter, which I was going to say like Like, our Twitter is kind of a joke because I never use it, and I kind of feel, like, weird asking this, but, like, if anybody could, like, send out suggestions, like, what, like, I could do better on Twitter, like, like, I don't really know what to do sometimes with Twitter. Like, do you just retweet articles that you, like, like, or, like, I don't know, like, I have a personal Twitter, and then I have the podcast Twitter. I don't use any of them, and I would like to use them more so that we could be out there more so. If you have any Twitter suggestions, please send them to me. Um, I do the live videos on Facebook every once in a while. Um, iTunes, we're on iTunes. Find us on there, podcast.com, Rational Thoughts. So we look forward to your feedback on this episode very much. And I hope you guys enjoy yourselves until the next recording. Thank you. Bye.